Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Steven Sadak. And we hate movies. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in this week into what is, sadly, the final episode of Summer Blockbuster Extravaganza hey, this, 3. this is a recent movie. What's going on in here? What is going on in here? It's a movie that is so bad, we decided, because there's no way this show's going to be on the air ten years from now, we have to talk about it in some capacity. Grown Ups 2... 2013, directed by Dennis Duggan. Let's get into it. Well, it's kind of like rushing it to the home video market, which it should have. This should have been a direct to DVD sequel. You Starring know I mean? Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Which, to start the argument off right away, Tooth Fairy 2, better movie than Grown Ups 2. Just putting it out there. I, mean, I would agree with that. But this shouldn't be a direct to DVD movie. This is a huge box office smash. I mean, it, 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 that's what's disgusting about well, it. Well, that's it's hugely successful. What's weird is that 15 years ago, this would have been a huge movie, and it might have been funny. But, like, now, nobody gives a shit. Like, that's, nobody in it gives a shit. <laughs> You're right, Chris. And I think that's what we should like kind of start this out with. I'm, by the way, I saw this last night, and, I mean, I'm going sans notes. Like, this movie is so burned into my head because of how offensively terrible it is. But, I mean, let's get this out of the way. Like, everyone on this podcast right now is a big fan of stuff that every main cast member of this movie has done. Sure. Adam Sandler, David Spade, Kevin James, and Chris Rock. They're I, all back. I will say Kevin James. Yeah, I, I like, don't what really what do have he a, do? His, he's got a couple of good stand-up The stand-up specials. is really good. Uh, Sweat the Small Stuff, I thought, was Sweat very funny. Sweat the Small funny. Stuff is very, very funny. He's just kind of the new hot face for these these movies. It's like... It should. Be, it's kind of the weird, like Chris Farley void. You know what I mean? No, like, that's that, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, it's, it's just, well, Farley's dead, and we need a fat guy. Come on, and fat we guy. We don't want to bring Rob Schneider back. That's. It, I think there may have been a falling out somewhere because how do they do two grown ups movies with all these SNL alums, and Rob Schneider's nowhere to be found in either of them. No, he's in the he's first, first one. one. Who is he in the first one? Rob he's, Schneider. He's the <laughs> other guy. There's a fifth member of the gang who married the old hippie woman. Oh, my God. You're right. Wait. Why isn't he in this movie? <laughs> they don't tell you. He was, That's right. IMDb. Old Stinky. Where's Stinky? Or whatever <laughs> the fuck is Stinky? <laughs> Might as well be. That's right. I remember him kissing the old hippie now. That's oh, right. He drowned. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Or maybe he jumped he's up like, that 35-foot drop or whatever the fuck they try to accomplish in this movie. Or maybe he's just like McClory Culkin and uh, my girl. He just gets stung by a bee and just fucking oh. fritzes out. <laughs> Rob Snyder getting attacked by a swarm of bees? That's what I want to see. You know what? That, that's what it, should, it should be him getting lost in the woods for like two yeah. hours and then him dying. Like It's like Into the Wild, but with Rob Schneider. <laughs> he starts he dies of exposure? <laughs> yeah. Grown-ups 2, colon, exposure. Exposure. <laughs> It's it's exposure and bees. It's sort of like a Sharknado type of combination, <laughs> like pneumonia and then snakes come out. Exposure to bees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, you know, and David Spade, uh, you know, yeah, again, like recent David Spade, no, like I haven't seen a second of 
rules of engagement that's still on the air somehow. But I mean, Tommy Boy PCU, as we said to each other last night, Eric, Black Sheep is a million times better than this movie. Oh yeah, oh, you know, yeah. So he's he's been fun. And again, by the way, aside from Kevin James, who only auditioned for the show and didn't get it. All of their stuff, all three of them on Saturday Night Live were fantastic. It was the bad boys. They were the bad boys of the bad boy era with, again, Chris Farley dead in the ground. Uh, You know, like that's, that's what this movie is. It's kind of like they're, and now, now they're all grown up with Kevin James and it, they, they've lost any kind of engine or drive to make anyone laugh. They don't give a fuck. And there's a sense of reunion even in just, like, the minor ca- – like, Colin Quinn shows up. John Lovitz shows up. I mean, that is the one thing that I think is cool about this movie is mm-hmm. that you have those people from that era. You've got Maya Rudolph, Colin Quinn, who – Colin Quinn may be crossed over with Sandler and those guys when he was a writer. But yeah. I don't think when he was doing Update, obviously. I did a spit take when I saw Ellen Cleghorn. I was like, she's fu- – where'd you dig her out of? <laughs> Ellen Cleghorn, Tim Meadows, all the young guys too. Samberg, yeah. Forte, Bobby Moynihan. Was it like Sherry Paul O'Terry? Britton, Sherry O'Terry's in uh, there. What the guy who directed MacGruber? Uh, 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 Jorma Taccone yeah. and then the other guy from Lonely Island. Like they're all there. And I think that is – that's a really awesome thing for Sandler to be like – all right, you know, why not? Let's make it a big Saturday Night Live party. Bring the young guys. That's cool, too. Who cares? But don't let them say anything. <laughs> yeah, do not let them be funny. Your elders are speaking. They just got to, you know, put Bobby Moynihan's ass up on the window or whatever the fuck happens. What's the, who's the guy that's got, like, cum on his mouth? That's a weird shot. Oh, eats oh, bird the, shit, you mean? Oh, is it, is it, oh, it's bird shit? I thought it was, uh, not semen, I thought it was uh, shampoo or whatever. No, oh, I he, thought it was he goes, he goes, bird shit, uh, and he licks he? it. That's um, Taron Killam, who's, you know, I guess sort of poised to be the biggest actor on the show next season. He's married to uh, Colby Smulders from Avengers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Paul Britton was in this, too. Right? Yeah, Paul Britton, the little guy who did, like, uh, he did James Franco on Weekend Update. He had, like, one season and got fired. But uh, I hey. thought he was funny on that. So, yeah, I mean, that, that to me, is cool. It's the only positive thing I'll say about this movie. I have not seen the first movie. I'll raise my hand. And neither have I. I saw it in theaters. I uh, drunk. <laughs> I, in case you're wondering, Chris Cavan did the old creaky hand when he said that. So he was kind of drunk. You were creaky hand drunk. No, I mean, I kind of remember that it was a movie. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, all right, so I'll take the fall on this one. Yeah, I mean, I saw this in the theater, and uh, it was an air conditioning movie kind of afternoon. And that movie at least has a story to it. Their old fucking basketball coach dies, and they all go to the summer camp where they went every summer, and they have the funeral, and then it's like Colin Quinn and Norm MacDonald and some other people are like the townies or whatever, and they're like basketball rivals. And I mean, it's it's a bad movie. It's nowhere near as bad as this, and there's an actual like plot and you know things that kick the story off and Is acts. It- is Norm actually in that movie? I thought he got like cut out or something. No, Norm's in it. I think he's got like maybe one or two lines. Like they go to like a public pool or something, and Norm's mm. there. I, I think it's the same thing with the John Lovitz thing in this movie. You don't get to be funny. We're being the funny ones today. John Lovitz is still the funniest part of this movie. Oh, absolutely! Though. But they didn't want him to have any more time because he would so clearly steal beat the, the show. Shit oh out yeah. Of him. yeah, like why can't he be somebody's snooty boss? At yep. you know one of the like Chris Rock works for the cable company in this movie. 
why can't John Lovitz be a rival cable company guy or wh- whatever? Like, don't make him just this weird janitor for two scenes. Yeah, his, his character is completely useless, but I think his character is probably the funniest in the movie just because John Lovitz is actually, I don't know, funny? He's doing, doing something in yeah. this? Well, because he's perverted and he owns his perversion. Like, he's just like, I'm a scumbag and I'm just going to be a scumbag for two scenes. Whereas everybody else in this is like, we're going to be the most terrible people you'd ever want to meet in your fucking life. And then you have to kind of love us at the end. Because it's really just Adam Sandler. And it's not, it's, you know, it, there's no character they're inhabiting here. No, no, no it's no, just no, all no. of them walk like the fucking pair of exercise shorts and t-shirt that Adam Sandler wears in this movie, <laughs> I'm sure Adam Sandler just owns. Mm-hmm. Like, that's David Spade's trucker hat. You know what I mean? Oh, man. That trucker hat's got a fucking chin strap on it, so it doesn't reveal what's beneath. I'm pretty... I said this when we went and saw it last night. I'm pretty certain David Spade is wearing a wig in that movie. Yeah. I think he's wearing a wig. I think he probably has been actually balding since Tommy Boy, and that's not like... A, a joke that they make at the end of Tommy Boy. Well, well, that's what I don't like about this movie is that occasionally they will, and uh, this also this movie underlines to me what's good, what's really good about funny people is that that's a movie that actually where Adam Sandler is kind of forced to criticize himself completely, but, and but whereas this, yeah. like, he's just like I'm rich and whatever, and. <laughs> Like but, so, let me ask you this though, because you and I disagree on on funny people. Yeah. I think I think it's a good movie. I think everybody performs well in it, and I think it's two good movies in one, and it's way too long. Mm-hmm. But we're not here today to talk about funny people. But so here's my thing. So you're saying, yeah, Adam Sandler's finally criticizing himself, and blah blah blah. Doesn't the fact that he's made two fucking movies in the Grown Ups franchise sort of detract everything that he criticized himself for in Funny People? I mean, but what? I thought was good about that movie was that he is kind of like, I kind of am used to this. Like, he gets that chance. What's so good about why people kind of don't like that second part uh, to me is that he is getting to look at what his normal life would be like. This is what normal life with Leslie Mann, if you hadn't fucked around, would have been like. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, but they're offering me, like, they keep on offering me these $20 million for fucking, like, Baby shits too, or whatever the fuck. But, but like, how much do you need? You know, I mean. But that's what I think is interesting about it, is that he's talking about I'm addicted to money. I'm addicted to this yeah. lifestyle I, I mean, have. I mean, cry I mean, me a fucking river. I mean, honestly, <laughs> and uh, the, the, Adam Sandler going back to doing those kinds of movies after Funny People and the quote unquote revelation there, and I do like that movie probably more than Andrew, less than Chris, somewhere in there. Uh, but. It's like Scrooge going back to Cratchit's house the next day after he gives them all the shit and robbing them blind. Yeah. <laughs> Just taking that fucking kid's crutch, too. Just because he, he, he thought better of it. It's like, oh, wait, money is great. I'll be taking that. <laughs> it's the day after Christmas, it is. This goes to Christmas future. Like, oh, and he just, get the fuck out of here, Skellington. And he just shoves him out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> right, right. Eternity in hell, but now is heaven. Yeah, it's valid, but we're sitting here in 2013, and he's still just making these movies. Like, why does it have to be he only makes a movie where he's giving a good alternative performance once every fucking 10 years or whatever? Because the last time it happened was fucking uh, Punch Drunk Love. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I don't. I I mean, to me, and uh, we can. Because you know, I'm not going to. Ca- I'm not counting that 9/11 movie, by the way. <laughs> rain on me. Oh, rain oh, over me. Rain, oh, rain over me. Wait, <laughs> yeah. Wait, that wasn't one of his big budget comedies. <laughs> 
One of his broad. I guess I was the only one rolling in the aisle. <laughs> I don't think he plays a blue collar slob in that one, Eric. <laughs> I, I don't know. Don Cheadle had some pretty good zingers in that one, actually. Adam Sandler, at the very least, in even his bad movies, his broad movies, yeah, like Jack and Jill, he's doing a character. This one, he is snoozing throughout this whole movie. He he, he has a perfect opportunity to do a Bruce Springsteen impression and opts not to do it. Just if that's Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon's doing a fucking Bruce Springsteen impression. Sandler was known is. for it. You know what I mean? That, that, mm-hmm. That's one of the things that, like, oh, man. I was like, oh, all right, that's kind of cool. He'll do a little Bruce Springsteen. That'll be fun. That's the kick in the balls at the beginning of this movie when he is driving the school bus. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door and he does the, like, how about you going to be a school bus driver? <laughs> and he's, like, shaking his hands and doing his little, like, whatever impression. And I was like... Oh, yeah, I remember that from 20 years ago. God damn, those were the days. Oh, it's over with nine seconds. Now we're back to just watching you do things. Mm. I might as well watch him watch a Jets game. <laughs> that, to me, would be more exciting than watching Grown Ups Or, too. hey, why not just have him do a Kmart commercial? Just let's well, talk go out about and that. Do the Kmart commercial. Well, Chris, it's funny, yeah, because this movie is a, com- a Kmart commercial. They spend twenty some minutes at Kmart talking about how great Kmart is, and look at this—you can buy a raft in a box. <laughs> you can so buy a big Shangri-La all of a sudden. You can just work out, sleep, take a shit. Kmart's got it all. <laughs> so, not that there's really any plot to this movie because there's not but so some broad things about it one it takes place over the course of one day it's a bo- right. you know, like bottled it's, time movie is it the last day of school yes, yes it's the last day of school everybody's getting ready for summer and you know that night it's announced adam sandler's throwing a fucking party at his mcmansion to celebrate the summertime which that, but, yeah just the structure of this movie i kept the first half hour had me fooled i was like and then this day is going to end. And then this day is going to end. When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? And no, and it doesn't happen. Because like, then things would pick up a little bit. But what? just because it is one long day where you watch people eat breakfast, I watch them eat lunch, I watch them eat dinner. Well, that's the thing. The dinner <laughs> sequence where you see them all eating dinner with their family is really an intermission to remind you of what happened in the first hour. Yeah, everybody's just going to come back together, sort of discuss what they've all done with the day. Yeah, huh. So uh, I got pissed in the face by a deer today. <laughs> Good lord. So we should, st- I guess we should start there, really, because that's the opening of the movie. A deer wanders into his mansion, somehow makes its way up to the fifth floor without using the elevator. <laughs> and then past the butler. Yeah. And unloads all over Adam Sandler's mouth. I don't know why, but it's there. It is, by the way, the most computerfied, computery, computerific deer. You've ever seen the fucking deer in Eight Crazy Nights look more realistic than the deer in this movie. And I don't get it. Like, I get, like, for the pissing scenes why you'd want to go CGI, but sometimes that deer is just fucking staring at the camera and it's still like a fucking cartoon. It, it looks, looks awful. It looks terrible. And then not only does it piss on him, it runs into the bathroom and pees on his young, naked son. Who's. In the middle of masturbating, by the way. He no, gotta, is it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's alluded a, to that he was masturbating. And now, oh, I like this now, and it keeps going. Yeah, oh, no, so I'm, I'm confused forever. <laughs> well, why not just make that this, like, they do, eventually you find out that he was masturbating. He kind of cops to it. But when you actually see him do it, he just kind of covers his junk. Like, that's the whole thing. And but then, like, Selma Hayek sees his erection and, like, screams. Oh, God, I, I didn't notice Because that. it's like, because 
you know, whatever. Your mother like sees you in the yeah. shower, whatever. She fucking yeah. birthed you and raised you, whatever. But he, that's, I mean, that's what it is. Oh, like yeah, he's, he's got, got a huge the, yeah. fucking erection, and she screams because she knows what's going on. And, and now he's got like, in, now he's like into golden showers. I want to fuck my mom and pee on a deer and jerk <laughs> off. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That kid's ruined. I'll tell you that much. That kid's going to have so many viruses on his computer. Multiple, <laughs> multiple accounts on FetLife. <laughs> Just for whatever day of the week it is. Monday, FetLife day. Like my Monday account on FetLife. <laughs> Dear Piss, what, 99. What? I'm a fuzzy, but you have to dress up like an elk. <laughs> Wait, is this, this is like some type of fetish site? Yeah. It's like a fetish Facebook. Oh, FetLife. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know about it. Hey, gang, this week's episode is brought to you by FetLife. No, it's not. <laughs> I'll take their money. <laughs> yeah, because you know they're raking it in, by uh, the Absolutely. Way. They got Secret. Adam Sandler's son. They've got multiple accounts. <laughs> got a couple accounts over there. Uh, so there's something we need to address in this movie because it's a, it's a real problem and it crops up on all sorts of things like Comedy Central specials and Norm MacDonald's podcast and every Adam Sandler movie. And it's a virus known as Nick Swardson. <laughs> Nick Swardson, I'm sorry, is one of the most unfunny comedians I've ever seen. And I've seen at least two Nick Swardson comedy specials. I've seen him in all these movies, in fucking Grandma's Boy and all. He's I just, I can't, I don't nope. find it funny. I love Norm MacDonald's podcast. That episode with him is unlistenable because it's just him talking about how he likes to just get drunk and just try to get free hotel rooms because he's Nick Swartzen. It's obnoxious. And he's, he's, he is the worst part of this movie. I will, I agree with you on every front. He's the only one that showed up for work every day. Because, because he has to, though. Yeah, well, he's, the, he's the whipping boy. He's the one that I think Sandler must be like, oh, yeah, Nick, you want a job? Well, you're fucking dancing for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're the one that's going to be getting thrown around and putting shit up your ass and whatever else yeah. that he says in this movie that's just some of the unfunniest jokes you've ever heard. Well, maybe that was the thing. Maybe Adam Sandler's on FetLife. He's like, I need a monkey. So <laughs> Nick Swartzman's like, yeah, I'll be your monkey. He's Swartzman just, 6969's on he's there. He's just doing a thing where he's kind of got like Jekyll and Hyde like impression going oh, on. Like, like, cause he's just crazy. He's the crazy bus driver. You know, I, I don't, I, he's, he's pretty abhorrent. Uh, uh, but I remember enjoying Grandma's Boy, but I was uh, was a crinkly hand drunk. I don't know what was going <laughs> crinkly on. Crinkly hand. <laughs> what what the Chris creaky Cabin? hand? Yeah, creepy hand. creaky hand drunk. <laughs> well, yeah, well, how else do I log on to FetLife.com? <laughs> Wilford Brimley gets crinkly hand drunk. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, because I think Grandma's Boy is kind of a funny movie, but Nick Swartzen's not like a He's main not the character. Reason, right, it's yeah. Alan. Uh, Colvert, I think. Colvert, yeah, oh, one, of the, one of those other Sandler buddies. No, not Alan Thicke. <laughs> I was almost cast in, in Adam Sandler's Grandma's Boy, but I just, I missed the darn audition. Like, Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke running late every morning. That, <laughs> oh, that's a show I want to watch. And that guy <laughs> plays kind of the Beavis and Butthead hippie teacher. Yeah, he, he does. He is the Beavis and Butthead hippie teacher. Yeah, I mean, because also, yeah, those guys, of course, are in it. It's... Yeah, that guy, Alan Covert, and then the other dude who is like, he kind of looks like um, uh, Ian Roberts from UCB, whatever, the big guy. Yeah. With the, he's like cross-eyed in this movie because that's hilarious. <laughs> he, like, him and Kmart, I can't well, even. Can we just address that first? Like, 
Crossed eyes. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's a joke you don't even have to write. <laughs> Crossed eyes or, or lazy eyes or whatever are big this season because it's in that. It's in the way, way back. Alice and Janney's kid has a lazy eye. And Hilarious. 90% of her dialogue is making fun of this kid's affliction for some reason. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 But, all right, so... They're in Kmart for almost no reason other than Kmart gave them money to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I've seen commercials. I saw commercials over the 4th of July weekend. Kmart commercials saying, hey, everybody, go to Kmart and also watch the film Grown Ups. And it's like this movie, it's this thing where like it's cross-promotion, obviously. you know They sold everything under the sun and like... Kmart's like, well, we're kind of hip. You know, you want to take a shit in Kmart? Where you guys, you guys are the artists. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna step in and tell you what's what. Yeah, Kmart really does take a beating in this movie. It does. Well, because they're t- it's like fucking senior skip day. They all they all have jobs apparently, other than Adam Sandler. But they yeah, just oh, yeah, don't by the way, go. Adam Sandler, in this day and age, you know what working class America wants to see? Adam Sandler's character retiring at fucking 48 years old or whatever. It's great as a billionaire. Yeah, oh, as yeah. Far, I didn't see the first film. So, so I don't the, know. the first film, by the way, because one person was creaky hand drunk and two other people didn't see it. He's room. an agent. He's yes. a big. He's a. He's either an agent or a producer or something like that. So he's like they're loaded and, yeah. and live in L.A. And then he. So this movie's like that. He retires, retires <laughs> before fifty, and decides he's going to move back to his hometown. But where all his other friends are slumming it in fucking two story ranch style houses or trailers or whatever David Spade lives in, he lives in the big house i've ever seen it's it's like two white houses it's, it's gigantic. gigantic yeah it's way bigger than that it's like the grand fucking canyon <laughs> it's got a backyard it's got this house has hills there's a guard tower <laughs> there's archers you at a, the ready yeah you have a concert venue in your backyard a yes. whole a fucking coliseum mm-hmm. i think i a think moat and drawbridge if you look out is- adam sandler's backyard in this movie you see red rocks it's just <laughs> red rocks and you can put a kmart back there because you guys are the funny ones i'm just the guy writing the checks you guys have fun out there just alan p kmart whatever <laughs> just you guys i don't know what funny is you guys knows what funny is and it's literally them just walking around to kmart trying out products and talking about their lives and making fun of tim meadows because he's bald yep first of two legitimate laughs in this movie tim meadows saying what that has- you laughed at that the first time it happened and it happened 16 times yeah, i was gonna say did you laugh at the ninth time that happened the first time i was like and i got another <laughs> legitimate laugh coming up we'll get there but all right i got oh, two God. anyone else got any legitimate there's a couple laugh? of legitimate laughs for me one of them was the second john lovett's appearance yes, where he's, me too, yeah. he's staring down at like the sexy ballet teacher and what is the line he's like i'm having the time of my life or something <laughs> yeah, like it that it's very love it it's, it's no, very love it having a great time tonight yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a laugh when Chris Rock calls that uh, fat kid white precious. <laughs> By the way, this fat kid, and it's it's really unfortunate because it's a fat kid on a bus who's like bullying Adam Sandler's little scrawny kid. Mm-hmm. And it prompts four fully grown adults, professional comedians, to make fun of how fat this kid is. If they were doing that on Facebook, that kid would have killed himself. <laughs> like... He Adam Sandler gets on like the PA system of the bus and just makes fun of how no. fat this kid is like four times. It's really Dennis Dugan's bully. 
Although no one's forcing anyone to watch gay pornography, which is a joke I made last week. Holy cow, do I have to see that movie? Oh, Bully? It's terrible. Is that streaming on FetLife? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was. FetLife was created by the director of that movie, Larry, whatever the fuck it's Larry Clark. That guy's (laughs) a fucking child molester. Yeah, he's a child. Oh, he's not a child molester. He just clearly likes looking at teenage boys with their shirts off. I thought we were talking about that anti bullying movie. Oh no! That also. I thought is that was called... the documentary. So <laughs> no, for a week now, I've been thinking that like uh, <laughs> somewhere in this documentary about bullying, the bullies actually make kids watch gay <laughs> pornography. <laughs> and then I was just like, "Oh my god, I got to go watch that." That's on Netflix. No, that's it's the dude from Carnival who's also in Terminator Three. Nick, whatever his name is. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P.D. Uh, and the late great Re- Brad Renfro. That's right. Yeah, and Nick snubbed Stahl. by the Oscars death reel, Brad Renfro. R.I.P.D. Brad Renfro, yes. Nick, whatever his name is, is not dead, though. I know, but he had a, he had a, he had a near-death experience. Oh, He's also in a he, psychiatric institute right now. Although he gets fucking murdered and in the bedroom. Oh, that's right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. 
That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Anywho, we're in Kmart. Uh, <laughs> so after bullying, like, you know, Adam Sandler's a little pissed because his son didn't stand up to the bully. So they're like, oh, you're a pussy. Remember how you stood up to our bully? And he's like, oh, who, that guy? And, like, he, he, he kind of, this is when Adam Sandler tries to joke around a little bit where he's, like, pretending to be afraid. And it's like, oh, I see. You're acting there. All right. Oh, look at that. Hey. The bully, by the way. Welcome to the program, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What a treat this was. Well, because we had to jump ahead ten years because he's been making some great bad movies in the last couple of years. He's got a movie that, you know, I don't know, maybe some folks out there, whenever it is, you know, the next time we do a listener request month. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's him and Steven Seagal playing Best Buds. <laughs> it came out like last year, or no, maybe even early this year, but it's like they're assigned to help decommission this prison and then all hell breaks loose. It's like, it's like they are, it's Steven Seagal's The Expendables, and the only Expendables are Steven Seagal and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Steven Seagal threw an, an, an Expendables and only Stone Cold show up? <laughs> Just like, come on, all right, I'll get, I'll get the whole gang. I guess because he was, what, was he killed off in the first Expendables? Cause yeah. Wasn't he, yeah, he was, one of the, he was one of Robert's henchmen, right? Yeah, he, yeah. Gets a, uh, he gets a pretty phenomenal death in that movie, as far as I remember. He's also in Vinnie Jones' The Condemned. Oh, oh God. Not that Vinnie Jones directed it. That'd be great. <laughs> Why can't I direct a movie, Steve? <laughs> because all the shots would be too high, Vinnie. <laughs> just, just everything would be a bird's eye view. It's like, it's like a movie that feels like you're driving in a giant SUV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Kmart happens. Nick Swartzen's all fucking strung out on coke. So he takes a shit and, like... Like in a toilet in Kmart. A show I, toilet. A show toilet. <laughs> One of Kmart's show toilets, which I don't know if they have. I, I mean, I haven't been to a Kmart in a while, so maybe they sort of like rebranded themselves like a Target or something. Yeah. Well, I don't think you can buy a toilet in Target either. No, that's oh, like, maybe that's they're a- trying to get in on uh, Ikea's. Yeah, that might be. Well, Ikea business. doesn't sell toilets. I mean, it's Sears, right? That sells toilets. I like how every time we somebody else brings up someone that might sell toilets, someone else refutes it. So I will say Sears doesn't sell toilets. Uh, Caldors? Ga- the Gap sells toilets. Costco. Well, let's just Costco, clearly the Gap. Let's, the Gap. Let's the just Gap flush this sell. one, guys. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so it's the middle of the day. We've had enough. We've had literally twenty minutes in Kmart looking at all the things you can do. They're barbecuing. They're drinking beer. And then they're like, "Oh my God, we have to go to our kids." Ballet recital. Just Adam Sandler's kid. Yeah. No yeah. one else, none of the other people in this scene have a horse in this ballet recital. <laughs> no, uh, Kevin James's daughter as well, because no. that's why he has a cat. Or no, no, he is. No, he's, that's oh, the thing. He's just a Him and Maria yeah. Bello are just there. They're just, that's what makes no fucking sense. So everybody has jobs and everything else has to go to some kid's ballet recital well, in the middle of a fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why everyone has to decide not to get a paycheck today is that this teacher's got a great set of hooters <laughs> yeah she's got I was real gonna say talent movie hooters what talent oh yeah she's, well, she's yeah. a ballet instructor <laughs> she has gigantic boobs and they all want to go and be- because you know steve they're one big family man they're all just gonna show up and well, also just to serve this movie's ends of showing me these girls this girl's tits it's it's her on stage and she's doing ballet with the kids that doesn't happen well no 
I've, I bet that that happens where the teacher's like, okay, kids, come out and do what I do. Yeah. Like, remember what we practice. But this woman is doing out and out stripper ballet. <laughs> and then these little girls come out like, la, 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 la. <laughs> and this woman is like crawling on the floor, cleavaging from here to kingdom. And come. how is this even comedy? This is just an excuse to show breasts. And that's all this movie does. I mean, it's so goddamn broad that it's just like vomit jokes, shit jokes, and breasts cleavage yeah it's no, just not a, even it's breasts a, it's just cleavage yeah you know right. what adam sandler right. why don't you just go and make a full-on porkies-esque boob comedy <laughs> just do cleavage nonsense just and, do pornography and fucking <laughs> we we did miss one thing that i think is important tim meadows bald working in kmart he has a brother he certainly does. And who plays his uh, younger brother there, That Chris? would be Shaquille fucking O'Neal. Good gravy. If you... And I, we don't plan these that, that well, uh, these summer, <laughs> as you can tell. If you would have told me five months ago we would have done two Shaquille O'Neal movies in the summer blockbuster, I would have fucking hung myself. Well, because the only other options would have been Blue Chips or fucking Kazam. And I'd say Blue Chips is a damn good movie. No, I, I know. <laughs> That's why it would have been Kazam. <laughs> But Kazim's better than this and Steel. He is. Yeah. That guy has not been, did not take the season off for acting class. He certainly didn't. Because uh, he's terrible in this. He's playing a police officer. It's him. And then that third Adam Sandler lackey, whose name I don't know. Yeah, he's that the, guy. He's in. He's one of the gay guys in Big Daddy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know yeah, I don't know his name either. And the whole, I mean, and. The whole scene is just laughing, or, or what we're supposed to be laughing, at fucking people ogling this ballet teacher. And Shaquille yeah. O'Neal is there. He's a police officer, took the day off as well, <laughs> to stick his tongue out while looking at this woman as if she was a Philly fucking cheesesteak. It's like it's a bunch of guys who don't even have children standing in the back of the auditorium going like, Hey, everyone. Try to go down to your local elementary school and do that. The police will actually arrest you. Single men not allowed. Well, so then what, what does that make Shaquille O'Neal, the bad lieutenant? He really is. If you watch this movie... Him and his partner have gone through a series of crimes. They're discharging their weapons in the air. They're doing madness. They should be kicked off the force and probably put in the electric chair. Shaquille, maybe two electric chairs. <laughs> uh, they go on top of each other or do they go side well, to I side? I think maybe he just puts a foot in each. <laughs> there are three um, ESPN employees in this movie oh man and it's obnoxious there is dan patrick playing a creepy gym coach who wears like thong shorts and you're seeing his asshole the entire like yeah he's, he's really showing it it's weird movie. and then you got you got uh boomer oh, chris it, the worst scene in this movie is chris berman chris berman who's like on the soap opera like telenovela or whatever and then you've got this guy's more regional he's the uh he's the voice of the new york yankees and he's uh he's on espn new york michael k does the the drive time show and it's weird i don't know what i mean i know sandler's a sports fan but i don't know what his deal is with espn because he always goes on the national show in the morning the radio show mike and mike and always plugs Whatever movie he's got out. He did it for this movie. He did it for the first Grown Ups. He did it for That's My Boy. It's really bizarre, but these guys are just in this movie. Michael Kay is not bad. He's the football coach that went yeah. like for half a second when Sandler's kid is like really great at kicking the football. Also, 
Adam Sandler talking about a football kicker, I'm like, oh yeah, Lonesome Kicker. That was fucking hilarious on those great comedy albums you had. Back to Grown Ups. Talk to you later. <laughs> Can we talk about the... And we've talked about it a couple times, is the male to female, like, the women, the men that women have to marry in movies, unfortunately. Like, right, right, right. The, the disparity in that ratio, no more so than this ever. Right. In this movie. In this movie. You've got my Rudolph and uh, Chris Rock. That's, that's believable. That's, yeah. that's pretty much on par, you that know. works. G- give yeah. or take, back and forth. Uh, David Spade and no one, that's also works. <laughs> well, no, keep in mind, David Spade's sort of love interest in this movie is uh. that jacked bodybuilder woman who works at Kevin James' auto garage. And by the way, and this is how terrible this movie is to women, like, oh, this woman works out, you know, that's that's her thing, fine. Yeah. but Female but, bodybuilders, whatever, yeah, it happens. they exist, they're normal, they're women, and then, but no, 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 we gotta make all these jokes like she's got a dick or something, <laughs> or how weird it is, like, there is cock, bitch, they throw a rock at her yeah, head. Yeah, no, there's Get like, over there's it, six man. instances where someone speaks to this woman in this movie, and five of those times are people being like, she's got a dick. The other time is David Spade licks tanning oil off her bicep. <laughs> you know, this- if it were a caramel apple. <laughs> I think this movie might be actually made for Peter Sarsgaard's character in Boys Don't Cry. Like him and his pals <laughs> drinking beers. Like I think that's the uh, intended audience. For people who hate everybody mm-hmm. and, oh, and wow. want to kill people. I'm just I'm going through the IMDb cast here to see if we missed anybody. And speaking of SNL alums, anybody remember Melanie Hutzel? Because she's a mom in Kmart in this movie. Nope. Didn't. Melanie Hutzel. <laughs> That's all I remember about Melanie Hutzel's and time on SNL. We're also forgetting the fucking plague that is Sherry O'Terry. Yeah, Sherry O'Terry's terrible in this she, movie. She's a woman that was once going out with Sandler who's obsessed with him because obviously all women would be obsessed with him and that's how he got some Hayek. Yeah. Like like that you're talking yeah. about the women in this film and it's the, what kind of curse is this? And and a Maria Bella with fucking Kevin James yeah, give me and okay. like he's set, he's sitting next to Maria Bello and filming this bodacious babe like oh man, I can't wait to jerk off to this later while Maria Bello's <laughs> asleep upstairs. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And Maria, yeah, she, and then she's like, oh, I understand your need to leer at other women. Let's go to this car wash where these high school cheerleaders are like basically getting naked and rubbing themselves on a car. God bless America. <laughs> I want to. I want to encourage your love of underage girls. Let's go. To, I, I want to treat yeah. you to it. Just, yeah, let's. Because I'm a weird wife. Hey, hey, guess what? I'm a weird wife. No, 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 no. You no. like that little girl? Let's go watch her. But here's that's the thing. Weird <laughs> wife. That's what you're thinking. But this movie's thinking that's a cool wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a super cool wife. No, you're 40. You want to watch a 16 year old girl wash our car? Instead of thinking about this body, I go to Planet Fitness every fuck day to tone why don't you think about these cheerleaders sure yeah she's actually taking care of herself and kevin james just looks like i don't know chernobyl <laughs> that with, so, a, with, with a bad that's a rug he's got these days can we all agree on that kevin james i think he's sporting a rug that's a, a too bad cross rug it's a little it's it looks it looks like jeremy piven hair it's a little too close right, to jeremy piven's doll hair <laughs> 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 that is straight up doll hair. It is. And, 
and this is also the car wash scene is where we get all those other SNL uh, cast members. Yeah, the whole. Such as Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. And, and Will Forte's a little old to be in that crew, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is we all we just had a great laugh about it. I don't want to spoil it, but I think they're all college kids, by the way, because they're all oh, wearing the oh, insignia right. of like the local college. Really? But. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I guess I would actually establish that there is a college there. Yeah, there's a well, there's a vague reference to a college being somewhere in this town because the bad guys in this movie are Taylor Lautner and fucking Mia Ventimiglia and Milo and, Ventimiglia. And also, uh, just to make point because you brought up Shaquille O'Neal and Bad Lieutenant earlier, he does have a shirtless uh, scene because he gets <laughs> washed by the cheerleaders. Oh, that's right. It's fucking heinous. And then the other cop, whose name, by the way, is Peter Dante, I just remembered, playing Officer Dante, uh, is like also just washing him. And I'm like, this this isn't funny. Does and then, then Taron Killam eats bird shit for no reason. For no reason. That's, that's what's kind of frustrating. Yes, it's cool that they're all in this movie. I think all those guys are great. And they're still much funnier than all the other older fellas in this movie. But they're just given nothing to do, and you're you're being brought down to that level by fucking eating bird shit off of them. And car. you're right. Why not just pass the fucking baton? Have them be characters in this movie, and yeah, have them- they're kind of just extras. I guess it's a cameo, but I mean, come on. Anyone who is not Adam Sandler, Kevin Spade, Kevin, all those fuckers. Anyone who's not the <laughs> principal four has to humi- or their wives or children has to humiliate themselves in this movie. Yep. Downright humiliate themselves. Correction to that. Correction to that. Humiliate yourself. The wives do have to humiliate themselves because that yoga scene. Yes, we can get the yoga scene. This is, by the way, this thing takes place during one day. I did have to make notes because I had to. I watched this two weeks ago. My big note is what time is it? Because you never know. (laughs) How could this at all take place in a day? They fit. A lot in. And You're right. So intercut between the, the boys in Kmart being bad boys and bad Kmart, they're fu- the, 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 all the women hang out together and do yoga together, and they make fun of this woman who has a different body type because she's muscular. Like, <laughs> hey, nice dick, bitch! And Peter Sarsgaard <laughs> fucking drinks his Miller Lite and is really loving it. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill somebody later. <laughs> I'm a girl, you know. So in this He's scene, a genuine draft man. <laughs> yeah, 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 and this is. is where Lovitz comes in, who's, who's legitimately kind of funny, but what they have to do in this scene is de- you well, know, degrading. So, right, but this is... It also, it just makes every lady character in this scene the dumbest fucking person ever yep. because John Lovitz comes in and he, yeah he's being very funny he's being Lovitz and he's like alright ladies your instructor's late so he told me to get you started on some warm ups and then it's shit like bend over smack your ass and like yeah, they're like, all falling for you can see he's dragging the mop and bucket behind him yeah he's <laughs> clearly not making an effort to cover up the fact that he's the janitor of the yoga studio Studio, I and guess. now juggle your titties, ladies. <laughs> Just uh, flip them in the air there. It's uh, so stupid. And you've got to watch your ass a little bit. Smack your ass a little so bit. So you have these actresses doing this stuff. And, uh, and it's like you sort of, you know, I guess there's kind of a laugh there, but it's really just for the audience's objectification. And these are actresses I like. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I love Salma Hayek. I love yep. Maria Bella. I, I love Maya Rudolph. And I don't know who's... And there is no fourth. The, the fourth is the muscular woman who might as well be put to There's death. There's the muscular lady. And then also, though, another person uh, who's in the yoga studio. And then I don't remember what 
families she's a part of, she's but they the, pop up from time to time. She's the wife of the principal who keeps uh, who gets blue yes, paint the wife everywhere. of the principal is is Sandler's wife. Oh, his that's and wife. and then their their kids are Sandler's kids. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to just to make this more of a family affair. Oh, it's it's a family affair, all right. And I mean yeah. the so. The the kids thing is we get to watch Grown Ups Junior a lot. Is all these kids have little things. David Spade has a son who's like this big psychopath. He looks like Alexander Sarsgaard. He does look like Alexander. Oh, you Sarsgaard. know who that is? That's the guy from the Hunger Games. Oh, Josh Hutcherson. No, no. he's the the bad guy. The- oh yeah, okay. I mean, he's just kind of an unknown actor. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not Josh Hutcherson. It's or the really, Helmsworth brother. No, no, no. no Rory no. Helmsworth, I think his name. No, it's, uh, it's Liam. <laughs> Uh, uh, Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> but, I mean, I think, th- yeah, that's a thing also where it's like, hey, if we get all the same actors back, they're going to be a lot older and thus can competently perform in scenes more. <laughs> Just do it so we have to be in this less. Absolutely. And we watch uh, Sandler's Kid and Chris. I never get the whole, I mean, it's a movie thing. I was never friends with my dad's best friend. First of all, my dad didn't have a best friend that he hung out with every fucking day. Because he, he was a grown man. <laughs> they uh, skipped out res- on work for? <laughs> for responsibilities. Well, we but I'm not hanging of, out with that kid's, that guy's son. We kind of did growing up, but then uh, that other family had a bad divorce and we never really hung out with them <laughs> after that. Good due to moral outrage. <laughs> <laughs> You were Catholic. Yeah, we were all just so fucking disgusted <laughs> None that they of gave Andrew, up. We don't hang out with the condemned. You might. <laughs> we don't need no any no damned child in this house. <laughs> I will say, I I was a child of divorce. Went to Catholic school. There was I don't remember the. They con- shut the door in your face. No, I don't remember the context or anything. But at what. One time during religion class, they asked everyone who, whose parents were divorced to raise their hand. Oh, no! <laughs> and I was like, uh, what are we doing here, folks? Uh, was, were you the only one? No, it was like a couple of kids. It was New York City. Yeah, it was New York City. Inner cities. <laughs> now, kids, pass your crucifix forward if if you are a product <laughs> well, of divorce. All you, all you divorced kids can just put your head down during religion class. You're not going to get any benefit. <laughs> you can go sit in the basement. Here. <laughs> oh, it's already been decided. So, I don't know. Fucking... So, what... What I was going to was the watering hole. So right. you watch Sandler's son and Rock's son get into hijack. Oh, and and Spade's son. They all go and like uh, they're like, oh, let's get into trouble. Let's go to the watering hole. And there's like a big college party, and this girl who's wasted gives them gives Sandler and Spade's kid uh, and Rock's kid beers. Yeah. And this is a twofold thing. The way I took this this scene because she's like drugs, like hey, have beers, and like walks away and look at her ass, like yeah. And they dump the beer out. I think they dump the beer out because at core, this movie is family-friendly bullshit. As much as the shit and the piss and the yeah, farting and the tits. You're right. Because Sandler's kid does. He says to Rock's kid, like, I'm not ready for beer yet. Which is horseshit. You're no, 17 years old. Yeah, yeah no, you're, 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 you're prime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's and right. You're drinking that beer, like, and that's so much funnier too. Like, I mean, in the '80s, you'd watch like drunk kids, and like, oh, that's kind of fun. Like, dude, I just rewatched Weird Science the other day, and they fucking go to that blues that jazz bar club scene and get shit hammered. Yeah. And Michael, uh, whatever his face is, what, what's his face? Anthony Hall. Anthony, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Michael, Michael Hall. Hall is like talking like a black blues musician. It's the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life because they're drinking straight scotch and they and can- smoking. <laughs> Smoking cigars, by the way, and you you can't like, and you learn a little lesson. They vomit, and then kids are like, "Oh, I'm not going to drink, even though they will." And yeah, oh my god, a hangover. But I'm, I'm not going to do this for a while. 
Another turn would be... Well, these kids decide to start dumping out the beers they're given, and they continue to hang out with the drunk girls and start... I, it's fondling them, I would say, like yeah, getting all over them. They're while, both dancing up on them. There's yeah. some hugging, you know. They take their shirts off at one point. It's very much implied these, ki- these girls are drunk and they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Let's rape them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take advantage of the situation at the very least. I mean, if you were going, like a normal kid going to this situation, oh, it's a party. We'll drink too. Have a little fun. See where things go. But this calculated move of not drinking. <laughs> maybe I'm just offended by not drinking. No. <laughs> How dare you? you gotta, I can't wait till you have kids. You're going to drink that fucking beer. You hear me? Yeah, man. Fucking European household. <laughs> I said before we go on the air, this is a rapescapade. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's cre- It's at the very least weird and creepy. I, to me anyway. It, it, well, it is because at one point she does say to one girl says to Sandler's kid, like, "Are you guys as wasted as we are?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah." And then they're like pretending. They're pretending to be drunk, which is weird. They start <laughs> acting like, "Oh yeah, this is a great time." Sarsgaard's in the audience. Oh, good. Man, I never had the discipline for it myself, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, but what? I mean, I mean, honestly, that has to be the angle here because you're not at this party to have fun, like which is what the objective of a party is. You're yeah. there yeah. to fool women into thinking you are also inebriated, so that they could feel safe passing out. Well, Problem it's... is, though, we've now overanalyzed this scene for longer than the scene actually is because then it's back to like. Oh boy, I just wish I could ask Julie out on a date, you know. Yeah. And then he instantly goes back to being like a seventeen-year-old kid who can't talk to girls. It's just it's an oddly placed Porky's-esque, you know, scene, or you know, maybe a Revenge of the Nerds-esque bit of shenanigans. Oh, well, then they I read Revenge of the Nerds. They would have actually raped the girl. <laughs> Full-on rape, yeah. Because <laughs> that, <laughs> that cackle afterwards, ooh, that's chilling, isn't it? Bone chilling. Because that that does happen in that movie. Sex. Prank. <laughs> yeah, that is. We've a- had this argument before. <laughs> you and your sexy. You go fucking defend sexy prank in a court of law. You see where that takes you. I yeah. just like saying it like that. <laughs> sexy prank. And the sexy prank that Andrew loves so much is pretending to be a girl's boyfriend and then having sex with her and then laughing in her face afterwards. <laughs> Who allows a Darth Vader helmet to be kept on during intercourse? Maybe this you're guy into it. right here. <laughs> Fatlife.com. <laughs> That's your Wednesday profile, Vader helmets. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know what? I'm not too picky. I'll take a dark helmet, too. <laughs> little space balls action. And then I'll take, you know, you see where I'm going. What the hell? A couple of Ewoks. <laughs> see whatever happens. <laughs> well, if I'm going to have sex with a midget, they might as well be dressed up. <laughs> Anywho, the film Grown Ups. Oh, this is Grown Ups, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is when we meet uh, Milo Ventimiglia and Taylor Lautner. They're, they're like bullies because they're frat dudes and they're in good shape, and that's like the worst thing that could ever happen to anybody. I'll tell you what, man. Taylor Lautner's just standing there doing non CGI backflips. Yeah. Pretty impressive. So, And they, they have the one 
the only evidence that I have that anyone rehearsed anything in this movie is that secret handshake. I'm like, oh, that's well choreographed. <laughs> like, yeah, they somebody do showed big... up the day before to do this. Yeah, they do a big broy frat house like secret handshake, and it's like it's extensive and you know comically so, and it plays honestly like they're an okay part of this movie, and they're bullies, and they make them like strip down naked and like do. The uh, much in the trailer jump into the lake scene. And this leads into something that I want to spend a little time on is the fact that there are a number of characters in this movie that clearly just have superpowers. They are undefeatable. They're fucking unbreakable, (laughs) actually. They're unbreakable. Because this is, you see it in the trailer, and it's not just cut that way for the trailer, but Kevin James jumps off with his fucking big Red Wing work boots on and lands on David Spade's face. From 35 feet up in the air. And David Spade just comes up and has that I was inside you joke. And he's totally fine. My, my secret favorite ending that doesn't exist for this movie is Tim Meadows saying, I'm just like you. I'm just like you. <laughs> they call me Mr. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way, I think this scene is very much like the movie itself. Instead of taking a couple of hits and keeping your dignity... I mean, these are kids telling you to strip naked and jump off a goddamn cliff. Yeah, just and, get in a fight with that werewolf. <laughs> and that is, yeah, exactly. Just let him beat the shit out of you. Keep your clothes on. Brush yourself off. You'll be a goddamn man. And that's not what anyone in this movie does. And that's not what they do with their careers either. <laughs> it's like Adam Sandler tells them to get naked and jump off a cliff. And they do it. And that's what Grown Ups is. Yep. Yeah. No, it's true. You Kevin get- James, who could wrestle a bear... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't hit any of these kids doesn't like fuck you get away well from me. he's probably got some bad knees i mean that's possible think about this fat guy bad knees it's you're a real in, thing you're in good you leer at women with the goddamn police officer who's 80 feet tall <laughs> what are you worried about even if they hit you a little bit these kids are cooked yeah, no, they, that's the thing. It's clearly established in these, this movie that these guys can do no wrong in this town because they're, they might as well, the four of them share the mayorship. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think they are. Yeah, co-mayors. And they could, like Adam Sandler could whip out a gun and shoot all these fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, the and town Shaq would, would cover be like, hey, ho, <laughs> which he does in this movie a little bit. <laughs> We're going to bury them in the quarry. <laughs> Hey. All Adam Sandler has to do is go to the mayor, who should be played by Lorne Michaels, and say, <laughs> yes. hang them at the town square. It's over. It's yep. done with. The superheroes thing. So there's that. And they all jump off, and it's like one lands ball first, one's face first, back first, and then David Spade gets crushed. And they're all like kind of limping, but that's it and whatever. I, I've done some high top belly flops before, and that shit... Puts you out for the rest of the day. You're going home. You're going home. You're getting some ice and you're going to bed. And they just kind of walk out like, woof. Cut to their tires have been slashed. Uh, David Spade's van gets the tires slashed. So they go to Kevin James' garage to get new tires put on. Where there is a advertisement for five-hour energy drink. That's oh the God, most obscene yeah. part of the whole movie. They, at least they make Kmart a thing. Kevin, Kevin James just drinking five-hour energy drink for the taste, and David Spade goes, five-hour energy, nice. And that's it. He actually, David Spade does have a funny joke there, though. And it was, it, I, I admittedly, yeah, had a couple of legitimate laughs, but this is one where he goes, uh, you know, f- five-hour energy, and he keeps drinking them. And he goes, it's something like, oh, they keep me going. And he's like, what are you, what are you running to Mexico or something? Yeah, it's, like, that, it's yeah. like, 
you know, some joke like that told in, you know, classic David Spade fashion and it works out nicely. But then they put David Spade in the tire of a monster truck and roll him down the hill where he would again be killed. And he just goes down this thing clinking the whole way until Shaquille O'Neal gets out of his police car not wearing his steel uniform and just stands there as this CGI tire hits him in the chest and just falls over. And Shaquille O'Neal just stands there like Superman. And then there's superpower. There's just superpower. And then David Spade vomits everywhere, and that's a big old belly laugh from it's everywhere. It's like a projectile of vomit. vomit. Another legitimate laugh for me uh-huh. was Colin Quinn, and it's just because he's Colin Quinn, and he, he says stuff in a funny way. He works at the ice cream store, and he has to humiliate himself. Not the humiliating made me laugh, but it was when he said that Sandler went to Hollyweird. That made me laugh. I was like, ha ha. I, oh. I do like when people say Hollyweird. I do, I do like Hollyweird. We and, say Hollyweird quite a bit around here, because yeah. uh, it's funny. But I feel like Colin Quinn probably has said Hollyweird a lot of times on Weekend Update. I feel like it's not the first time I've heard Colin Quinn use the expression Hollyweird. Just gonna put that out there. And speaking of, and we we mentioned David Spade with his trucker hat and his Lifehouse singer wig on. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? He's hanging on a moment here with you. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So shut up. But Colin Quinn, <laughs> this was another legitimate laugh. Is when he uh, he's like uh, David Spade's uh, uh, an ice cream machine is broken, and David yeah. Spade's like, oh, I can fix anything with a plug. And Colin Quinn says, oh, so you can fix your hair? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Colin Quinn is a guy I think is very funny. I, I was a big fan of Tough Crowd. Yeah. Uh, you know, back in, God, when Comedy Central had shows that, I watched. Uh, that stage show he did, the American stage show where he was going through history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was great. That he's, was he's got a new thing coming out. Not, not crazy about him. Well, I wasn't, you know. I wasn't crazy Maybe, about him yeah. on Update. It just wasn't a, it wasn't a good fit there. And he'll he'll he, be the first one to tell you. And that. he replaced what Norm Macdonald, who was like the great for me the greatest. It's hard. It's update, hard so. to fucking come off of Norm Macdonald's. Well, don't worry, he pays his penance by shitting soft serve ice cream in this movie, <laughs> and everyone points and laughs at him like he's a big fucking clown. And he's like, "All right, this is going to sustain my stage shows for two years." You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if I get a paycheck from a Sandler movie, I can work in. You know, he's he's been doing like warm ups for the show downtown at like the Barrow Street yeah. Theater and shit like really just working out this new he, thing and that's it's it's paying the rent you know I'm not gonna I'm not he gonna does, fault he, him for it he performs at the Creek in the Cave all the time yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, him and fucking Seinfeld was there one time they're good buddies uh yeah it's just it's it's humiliating it's, it's humiliating it's, just, yeah. it's so and it's it's annoying too because it's like the people who are trying in this movie and the people who are actually doing a good job at making me laugh, Colin Quinn, Lovitz, all those like supporting dudes are just humiliated for their efforts. Like they're yeah. just embarrassed. That's that's but, all of his movies. He has to set up this like fucking, you know, these paper men to blow over and be like, look how fucking strong I am. Well, you paid him to do that. Which but, is weird though cuz it's like aren't these people your friends? Well, it's the difference between owning your humiliation and like kind of like swatting it away. Like, I feel like the main cast is just like, anytime something comes up, they're like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. Anyway, I have a bajillion dollars. But, 
like John Lovitz, he's just like, yeah, I'm a pervy fucking Jenner. Colin Quinn's like, yeah, I'm a loser who works at an ice cream stand where I was born. Right. Well, also, Colin Quinn is sort of, I think I said this already, but he's like the bad guy of the first movie. Yes, he gets he's, he's like the townie who never left, which he still is in this, and he hates Sandler because they used to be buds, and then they, like, Sandler that went was to... somewhere in the creaky hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry your hand was creaking, but that's, they, they play each other in basketball is like the big scene of that's the, the thing movie. though is like this movie it's it, it attacks all the wrong people because this guy you know he's fucking working at an ice cream store why leave him alone well, like you know what i mean he, like he, he never left he never did anything so, they even like, make a joke about that though because sandler's kid is going to start working there and he goes uh uh you know yeah it's a great first job for a kid and colin quinn's face like goes dead and he's like or the only job you've ever had but so he, this rich guy is coming around showing, hey, kids, look at this fucking loser. I used to work here. You know what I mean? Like throwing rocks. When I was man. a baby, I used to work here. <laughs> now look at this grown man still working here. But, you know, this movie actually kind of reminds me of um, now like a, like a comedy like Meet the Parents or something with Ben Stiller where all the horrible shit is happening to him. And that's yep. sort of the source of the comedy. Right. But it's like you take a script like that. And then make the protagonist be, you know, untouchable by everything. And then all of his friends' horrible shit's happening to And he's just laughing at them. And that's what this kind of feels like. It, 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 because it is that. It feels like that because it is that. And yeah. it's, really, it's really uncomfortable. And it's unfair to these other people. That are, I'm sorry, Adam Sandler. They're doing a better job than you in this yeah. movie. You know what his big problem with this movie is? Is, is like his arc is, oh, my God, my wife wants to have a fourth kid. Even though I could totally afford it. I run away from any responsibility of raising my own children because she's the woman right. and that's her fucking problem. And she wants to satisfy herself by having another kid. And he's like, I don't know. I don't want you to bear another child. Right. But also, I mean, so the thing is, she's already knocked up. By yeah, the that's, way, that's when, the, when the she's, twist. She's like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about having a kid and he flips out. But it's like, all right, man, fine. You're not really cool with that. But then you find out that she's pregnant and you like you're a dick about it. It's like, all right. You're totally rich. You yep. could devote a wing of your house to the nanny that's going to live with you. And you know what? You don't even have to fucking talk to that kid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter because you have all the money ever and you're pissed off because you're finally like, well, now I get to stay home and I don't have to report to anybody. Because like, she, for some reason, Salma Hayek, owns a boutique in town mm-hmm. or at least works there or whatever. I think she, she, she owns, owns it. Yeah. Sherry O'Terry Just for shits it. and gigs. Why not? She doesn't need yeah. the money, man. Nah, Just for fuck shits it. and gigs. Just because I, I don't want to be bored all day. Uh, but and then like the kids are going to school and he's like well I just want to be able to sit around guess what's going to happen when this kid comes around you can still sit everywhere you want to yeah because sure. it's going to be a royal baby because yeah. <laughs> Adam Sandler is uh, basically the king of America yeah <laughs> and that's how much money he has yeah, he lives in two white houses yeah I mean there's no plot to this movie there's Everything nothing is, it's All just right. strung together very loosely and th- that's almost like you think about a movie, like, some of those uh, Apatow movies get made fun of, like, oh, it's just all these guys just hanging out together. But at least those movies are improvised, so they are just like, let's put the fucking camera down, see what happens. And, like, yeah. some of that stuff's a little can be inspired, you know what I mean? Like, the jokes, and it feels improvised, it feels fresh. This is the, ha- like, this is written to the T. No one is improvising anything. It doesn't feel that way, at least. Yeah, yeah it know. feels very awkward and like stilted, and nobody wants to do the lines they have to do. It's yeah, it's a lot of like, what's that line? All right, uh, it's like the, I see old Krusty the Clown guy. What's that say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> talk to the audience. Oh, this is always dead. Not reading that. Not re- 
I just picture like David Spade being like, nope, nope. No, all right, I'll say that one. It's, <laughs> it's just Adam Sandler doing his like fake laugh from Billy Madison, like hey, you suck. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I mean, there's just I, just I don't think we're ever going to get to everything in this. There's Steve Buscemi for no reason. Yeah, there's there's Steve Buscemi who is debasing himself. He in this really movie. is. I usually like him in those Sandler movies because it's like him and gets, Big Daddy's fucking hilarious. He gets to put on a silly hat and be funny. You know what I mean? He likes to do that. And like Billy Madison is his best moment of that. I think. Glad yeah. I called that guy. It's funny. He he loves to do that. But this he's. He dre- so basically, what we're kind of dancing around, which is the quote-unquote end of this movie, which is Adam Sandler for some reason throws an 80s-themed party to begin the summer. Because this movie has the audacity to have the same story structure as Dazed and Confused, by the way. Yeah. That's what it is. It li- and li- literally said on the last day of school, and then we're going to go have replace the water tower with fucking... Adam Sandler's mansion. So who's Wooderson or whatever? <laughs> who's the oldest out of all those fuckers? Maybe Colin Quinn. Oh, Colin, Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> Colin Quinn is the Wooderson of grown-ups, too. Colin, it's the only time you've ever done Colin Quinn equal Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, these high school jobs. I keep on getting older, but I still keep serving ice cream. <laughs> I, guess, uh, I get the same pay. <laughs> Bare and then, minimum. And then Colin Quinn... Makes that joke and then looks directly at the camera and goes, "That was all right." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you doing? But I mean, uh, so he throws this impromptu '80s party. He has the idea in the middle of the day. Somehow, the entire town finds out. Entire town. The entire town finds out, and everyone has the best '80s costumes money could buy. They are fantastic. I'm so jealous of every costume in this. They movie. had like an hour to. Get this together. Yep. Like, because this was like a party that no one knew was even happening at the start of the day. It evolved out throughout, throughout the day. People were like, hey, Adam Sandler, you, you're the richest guy in the world and you got the biggest piece of property. You should have a party tonight. Yeah, that's the thing. It's Chris Rock's party he's throwing at Adam Sandler's house. Oh, that's right. Because Chris Rock's like, hey, man, thinking about having my start of the summer party, but we can't have it at my house. It's too small. Let's have it at yours. Because he's, and that's, cu- yeah. because he's cutting loose because Maya uh, Rudolph forgot the anniversary. And the, uh, the only other big thing he does is pour a big pitcher of Pepsi. <laughs> and he has to keep talking about this. It's just like, boy, I love shopping at Kmart. And to me, heaven that's a glass of Pepsi. Well, two glasses. <laughs> no, two glasses. A, a whole pitcher full of Pepsi. Well, I think- I'm on cloud nine. Hey, everyone. Pepsi Cola. <laughs> drinking. Not, not the diet shit. The oh. full caloric oh, yeah, he's, value. He's, he's not going to drink that diet shit. I think it is most disappointing for me to see him in this movie. Yeah, oh, he it is one of the greatest comedic voices that's ever come out of Saturday Night Live. The entire fucking run of that show and and here he is in this movie making jokes about pepsi when was the last time he had a stand-up special i know he produces that kumar bell show which i've seen a little bit of and it's it's interesting enough yeah, it's and he's, he's working on a new movie now but it's just like it's god just, damn what happened to your your voice where where is well, your comedy want to talk fucking pootie tang one of yeah, my yeah. favorite comedies yeah yeah and like that was 
that was what less about it ten years ago, and it's just been awful ever since. Yeah, Pootie, I think Pootie Tang was like what two thousand one. I want to say yeah, very early. Like I that. think what was yeah. that marriage movie he did? Oh, I think I love my wife. I think I love my wife. He's a, he's done the like Sandler venturing into those yeah those more serious things, and he produced that Good Hair movie. Oh, he's in also another disappointing Chris Rock turn. He's in. Two what days to ex- in New York. What to expect when you're expecting. Oh, oh is yeah. he? Yeah, he is. Oh, no. Yeah, he's like the leader of like the de- of the like stay-at-home dads. Yeah, it's like him and Tom Lennon, and they're like trying to make that movie funny, but it's like fucking sending an electrovolt to a dead guy's heart. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> like, you might get a twitch, but nothing. That's just involuntary. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, he's the one that I just I hear him delivering these lines, and I I look at it around and I'm like, all right, Spade, that's fine. You've been on that sitcom forever. It's yeah. okay that you're doing this, but like, ah, oh, man, Chris Rock. Kevin James is kind of like a uh, knows where his bread is buttered because I don't think he would have had a film career if it wasn't for Sandler because he just King of Queens was big for a while, and wasn't then it like Hitch one of his first bigger things? Oh, uh, well, he did Hitch. do Hitch. He did Hitch. He did Hitch, but I mean, that's, you're just swamped by Will well, Smith. And all those happy... And Paul Blart. I think that's a Happy Madison joint, if I'm not mistaken. It uh, might be. Uh, at the very least, Paul Zuki. Blart Mall Cop is a thousand times more hilarious than this movie. So is The Zookeeper, which is the worst movie I've ever seen. Figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Sadek's circular movie <laughs> logic. So speaking of Kevin James, can we just talk about this little this little tick that he has in this movie where he burps, oh, no. farts, and, and what is it, shits sneezes. his pants? No, he sneezes. Uh, okay, uh, sneezes. Excuse me. It's called a burp snart. <laughs> wow, fuck you for remembering that. And you've seen it the longest ago, by the way. That's the only thing I remember. It's Chris, him, his little famous burp snarts because he teaches his fucking son how to do, do it. Do you know this because it's happened? <laughs> I've been, I've been that, building. I've been practicing at home for my what, burp snarts. One of your interests on Fat Life. Yeah. <laughs> burp snarting. Tuesday, I'm just burp snarting. <laughs> so yeah, so it's he burps, he sneezes, and then he farts. And what's really, what's really aggravating to me about the burp snart, which. I can't believe I'm like figuring out one thing that's terrible with it, but the way that he makes the fart gesture is totally a Curly from Three Stooges. Like yeah. when he would do, like when Curly would get like revved up to go run at somebody, <laughs> he like jerks his hip and arm and does the fart, and I'm like, how dare you make me think of the fucking Three Stooges when I'm watching Grown Ups too? It's also the beginning of most people's stroke. <laughs> Curly had a stroke. <laughs> he had a yeah. It started, he smelled toast, had burp snart, and then he fell on the ground. Man, that's humiliating. In that uh, Three Stooges made for TV movie where Michael Chiklis is playing Curly, and they do the scene where he has the stroke in the hotel lobby, and everyone thinks he's doing the circle floor <laughs> gag, and they're all just laughing at him, and it's just Chiklis on the floor like stroking out. They're like, "Look, he's doing it for free." Oh, it's embarrassing. Have we Poor talked Curly. To, have we talked about uh, Chris Rock robbing an elderly lady, an elderly lady of her only joy? <laughs> cable television. <laughs> Again, this is who this movie he, makes a lionizes. Is this cable guy that wants to just dick around in K-Bar all day? Meanwhile, this old lady that just wants to watch fucking television before she dies. Steve, it's by the way. It's a big old my fucking fat hairy mother-in-law joke. Oh yeah, it is. It it's dust his, that one off. It's his mother-in-law, so we're just making mother-in-law jokes now. But yeah, so 
the mother-in-law has an appointment with the cable company and you see like Maya Rudolph's on the phone with the lady like and she's like didn't you tell the cable company that your son works for your son-in-law works for them like can't they do something and she's like uh, my cable's been out for days and they said between 8 and 4 and I'm missing all my stories and every time I miss a story I lose a day of my life this is all I have left really no one comes to visit me that my cat died last week if I could just watch one little television program and then he pulls up to this lady's house it's like between 8 and 4 he pulls up at like 358 and then he waits for her to go take a big old lady shit and then runs up to the door and knocks on it and she can't because she's a fucking old lady like get back out of the bathroom and then he puts the like sorry we missed you we'll see you tomorrow and she runs out like you know damn you cable company and it's just another lonely night alone for her she doesn't go to the fucking party she's not invited <laughs> And speaking of mothers, Kevin James has an addiction to watching Boomer on the snow, uh, soap Days, opera Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives with Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh, man. It's Chris a bad Berman cameo. is playing Ronaldo. I'm Ronaldo. I'm on a soap opera, the Adam Sandler movie. Boom, 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 boom. It's That's like Chris Berman. Who could even imagine that would ever happen? I just, I could He turns to the camera and says, Ronaldo. And I was just like, Oh my God! There's Chris Boomer Berman just farting it up in an Adam Sandler movie. What Congratulations! A, and he's America. wearing a wig, and yeah, he's supposed to be playing an like Hispanic sexy, gentleman, yeah, like a sexy guy. No, yeah, this movie's like a dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dystopian. So it's we're all having fun at this fucking '80s party. Steve Buscemi, by the way, is dressed like Flavor Flav, and he's got a grill on. And he's like, "Oh, white people be whack," and I'm like, "Oh my." God! Oh man, nothing motivated me more to get back into Boardwalk Empire than watching Steve Buscemi in this movie. I've seen the first season and I thought it was great, and then I just kind of fell behind. Yep, I got to get back into it because it, he is debasing himself in this movie, mm -hmm. and it's like I've I've seen you in other movies. Yep. I know that you're an amazing actor. You're amazing on Sopranos. You're amazing in Boardwalk Empire. You know, you're great in anything you've done with Quentin Tarantino. Like. Holy fuck, this is just embarrassing. And at what point does he like turn to Sandler and be like, you know what, this isn't worth it? <laughs> you know, like, what, when does he My just one comedy a year, you know, you, you ruined it for me. That's why, like, in, Eric and I were lamenting this when you know, we went and saw this last night together. We were like, man, you know, we already knew from his podcast, Norm wasn't in the movie. He pretty much right, said, right. said exactly that. He was like, you know, I don't ask Sandler for roles, you know, if he offers me yeah. something, fine. Yeah. And I was like, man, with all the people in that movie, Norm couldn't be involved. Norm dodged the bullet. Uh, Norm yeah, McDonald yeah. wins. Hashtag Norm McDonald wins because he's not in Grown Ups 2. <laughs> Fuck it. Farley wins. <laughs> <laughs> Now this Jeez. is the this is the thing though, right? If I flashed us all back in time to like 1996 and I was like, "Guys, guess what? I saw a vision of the future and Chris Rock, David Spade, Adam Sandler, they're all going to be in the same movie and it's all they're all like big roles. Isn't that going to be great? Like wouldn't you be so excited? Absolutely. Now this is a point of grownerific malaise that we like see a trailer for this and you're like ugh I, well I know what this is going to be ugh and, and it's somehow worse than that it is okay. this movie is worse than I thought it was going to be yeah 
I'm not sure if I've seen a worse Adam Sandler movie. Honestly, I'm really I not thought, sure. Is this the worst Adam Sandler I movie? I honestly think Jack and Jill is better. Which, by the way, is Norm Macdonald is in. Oh. <laughs> playing Fun Bucket. But Fun Bucket? I, mean, I guess I'll have to see it. Don't spoil it. As horrific as Jack and Jill is, and it is, this is just, at least there's a plot to it. That's the thing. There's no, there's no, no, there's story. no story. I genuinely laughed at a decent enough clip in That's My Boy. It's not a good movie. I saw the first five minutes of That's My Boy, and I thought it was funny. I just like you know made sure the, the iTunes download worked, but I didn't like yeah. watch the whole thing yet. But like, yeah, I was laughing at that. That's like sort of Adam Sandler going back to a well that also worked for him was being in the eighties. Like that character, that's not set in the eighties, but that yeah, character yeah. is clearly stuck in the eighties. So all those jokes totally work. I mean, The Wedding Singer, amazing movie. I, someone asked us at some point if we were going to do an episode about The Wedding Singer. I was like, that's I, his, that might be his so. best pure movie. Like, I yeah. mean, obviously, grown up, uh, not grown up, uh, funny people, so on and so forth. Those, the real movies are good movies, right? Like. But like as far as Adam Sandler movie, right? Yeah, I would say the Wedding Singer is probably his most successful. I mean, I, I like that one. I, I like Happy Gilmore a lot, and I like Billy Madison. I love I Billy mean. Madison. I think Big Daddy's a solid movie. I do I've, too. People say that 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 he kind of jumps the shark in that. I think he might. So but I feel like that's his transition movie from good to garbage. <laughs> because which the, one? Uh, Big, Big Daddy. Because I think like the first half's really funny. Uh, even like the first, I'd say ninety minutes is pretty funny. But then, like, that last 20 minutes where they try to make it a big fucking weepy where it's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to lose the kid and now I need to have my own kid and, like, all that stuff. Right. That's going into what he is now where it's just, like, every movie is shit jokes. Well, you know what did that, though? The year after Big Daddy was Little Nicky. Yep. And Oof. that is one of the worst Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's Rodney debasing himself. Harvey yeah. Keitel fucking yep. debasing himself. So do we want to just quickly, I guess, wrap up what the ending of this movie was? Yeah, that's it's just fine. Because it's Taylor, ridiculous. Yeah, Taylor Lautner and all the frat guys stormed the party. And, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin is there. And Can we talk about the Stone Cold scene really quickly? Because that's just obscene. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. St- Stone Cold shows up and like he's like, I'm gonna kick your ass. He's also married to the the hot uh, ballet teacher. It's something you don't realize, but and he, he's the bu- he's the bully from that Adam Sandler was afraid of. And right. joke jokes on you, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right, but to be fair to the Stone Cold Steve Austin character, he just walks in like, well, I thought this was a party for the town. <laughs> you know, like he yeah. doesn't he doesn't walk in like fuck you, Adam Sandler. No, he yeah, just yeah. walks in like. Oh, you're saying I'm not welcome here? Yeah, and he gets and a little he, and then stone he goes cold from there. Off. Yeah, so, and then know. like you know, Adam Sandler is still trying to teach his kid the value of beating the shit out of somebody. <laughs> so he goes up to he's like, you know, I know I'm about to get my ass kicked by Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I can't let my son, you know, get beat up by bullies. So he picks a fight with Stone Cold, and they're about to get into it. And St- he, Sandler's like, you know, I'm only doing this for my son's benefit. And, Stone Cold Steve Austin, in one of the most insane turns a movie has ever taken and the most <laughs> unearned justification of anything I've ever fucking seen, goes, my little boy's in Afghanistan, and I would do just about anything for him. And, and he's like, God bless. And Sandler has to stop and be like, God bless you for your, your service in this country. What is he happening? Said, yeah, he's like, he's like uh, oh, I thank him for his service. I hope he gets home safely. And it's just like, where do you get off? Make it do me think about the war that. in Afghanistan. Nope. Just, no, just no, no, no. That's it's so 
It's just wrong-headed. Like that's that has no business being in this movie. And support everybody in this room supports the troops. I don't need to fucking think about that when I'm watching fucking Adam Sandler finger himself. <laughs> By the way, we're we're five minutes out from Kevin James's last burp snart. Exactly, uh, and yeah. the Afghanistan thing just fucking is there. I Who gives never, a shit? I thought I'd never say a burp snart couldn't come soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> so Stone Cold gets you know yelled at by Adam Sandler and cowers. Yeah, he, he like cowers. He has to debase. He has to debase. Throws himself. the fight. He throws the fight because he's like, oh, if you're gonna do that for your son, and my son's over saving America. I better yeah, fucking. By the cry way, about I it. hope the terrorists <laughs> throw the fight. Like, I what guess? is this? <laughs> anyway, so so then the these the frat boys show up to fight everyone because. David Spade's son trashed their frat house single handedly in an act of magic. <laughs> it's 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 seriously like someone fucking took out a Harry Potter wand and went like you know vandalishicus and the and the whole frat house which also kind of looks like the White House just became covered in garbage. There are places on like the high levels of this building where there's just impossible graffiti, and they they say in the movie that this kid was the only one that did that. Whatever. So they show up and they're like, we're going to fight you, you, lo- you old losers. And there's like 150 people versus there's like 300 college kids now out of nowhere that are going to fight. And Kevin James has the balls to come out and say, oh, yeah, you, we're going to fuck you up, you little, you privileged, rich kids. And I'm like, are you <laughs> fucking kid? Where do you get off? Where movie? do you think you are right now? You're watching Jay Giles, man, in your friend's back fucking yard. <laughs> what are you talking about, Kevin James? And then they do a parody of the big Twilight fight. Where all the I don't even know what the fuck happens in those movies. People are leaping on things. I mean, yeah, it's It's unnecessarily violent too. Like the hits are a little too hard for my taste for a comedy fight. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, there literally needs to be ambulances at this house. There's going to be like making shit. It's insane. Like, and then of course, like Shaquille O'Neal and the other cops are just there, drunk and destroyed. And Shaquille O'Neal is sleeping in a dollhouse. By the way, they throw people. That's, the that's what's ridiculous. So Milo Ventimiglia is giving Tim Meadows' bald head a noogie, and Shaquille O'Neal wakes up and is like, nobody messes with my brother or whatever, and he picks this kid up and throws him across the backyard, over the swimming pool, over the fourth garage on this house. And to the he, moon. Yeah, he might as well throw him to the moon. It is silly it's a silly thing to have happen in this movie it's very silly you know it's also silly there's this a bad free throw joke about shaquille o'neal oh, salma yeah. hank has to, like they're playing like quarters and salma hank's like oh that's easier than making free throws i like to imagine how long it took people to explain that line to salma hank who could not <laughs> wait what do you mean by, well in bat he was a basketball player you see and he couldn't make free throws. Uh, <laughs> not that she's stupid just that she couldn't give a fuck less no. about american basketball and then there's there's a reaction shot where shaquille o'neal looks up from the table kind of growls and in in my head, I put in my own sound effect, which was because it's so in-your-face stupid. And the table they're using is oh, yeah! Adam Sandler's James Bond table, which you press one button and it's like, oh, we're just having juice boxes. The table <laughs> like flips on itself. Yeah, and, and there's then it's pictures everywhere. of beer. Like, what is? How does this even physically work? Yeah, why? It, is the beer staying in the glasses? Yeah. It makes no fucking well, sense. Last at last summer's 
opening of the summer party instead of the Jake Isles band, aliens showed up and they <laughs> they souped up his party tape. No, you know what I think it they is. Also I said his ride. I said that I thought David Spade's kid put a spell on that frat house. Yeah, oh. we're saying Adam Sandler lives in a big house. I think they just live at Hogwarts. <laughs> I think they possible. live in the Hogwarts castle. You know, the end of that last movie, that place gets pretty fucked up. They had to rebuild it. That you explains know? all the costumes so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, just... <laughs> 80s kiss, and they do yeah. it. <laughs> so yeah. we're towards the end of this film, and sometimes I like to find a little bit of the other opinion. Usually this is reserved for Bruce Dern movies, but I've got a couple <laughs> of reviews from the internet from, from actual audience members. We're breaking all the rules this week. It's okay. So, um, okay, this first one here is from Rotten Tomatoes user reviews, uh, and so is the next one, so I'll just go through them really quick. I took the kids and their friends to see this, and we all, including the audience, laughed our way through most of it. Absolutely silly as expected, most but very well done. 7% Rotten Tomatoes rating? I'm starting to think these people are as dysfunctional as Congress. <laughs> okay, it gets better. Way Here, to go. Here's the next one. Yeah. It was heavy on some of the stupid shit, but enough of it was pretty damn jokes. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, that movie was uh, pretty damn jokes. Hey, pretty damn jokes. <laughs> And the last one here is yeah. from Letterboxd, which is a site that is like more for movie lovers. So yep. I it's expected, a cool site. Yeah, expected to see some you know marks of quality here. So here is that review, and this was like a full star review. Now this is a funny movie. The movie, the, the movie is like a party. It has no plot. It's just Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, David Spade, Kevin James having a great time in a town with the cops. Shaquille O'Neal plays one, four exclamation points. <laughs> and, and Taylor Lautner, who is usually gay, is in this, and he's cool. And the party at the end is really great. I would fuck Selma Hayek. <laughs> that is, uh, I did not embellish this at all. Uh, that's oh pretty God. damn jokes. <laughs> That is some oh pretty damn God. jokes. That is a perfect way to wrap up this Grown Ups <laughs> 2 dis discussion. Obviously, no one's going to recommend it. Yeah, I would not recommend this. This is easily the worst movie of the summer for me. The so worst. It's the worst movie I've seen all year. And yeah. I saw that fucking disconnected movie or what was that Bateman Dis movie disconnect or oh disconnected. is it good I want to see that really bad yeah, I I know, it's, I, no it's not good no I know it's, it's a terrible it's, it's I mean. crash with internet technology that's why I wanted to see yeah. it really bad it's, I really am looking is it forward. worth watching it woof 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 that movie but you know what I would watch that movie six times in a row before I watch Grown Ups 2 again it's or, terrible it's clearly the worst movie of the summer I, I don't know any other I haven't there's nothing even close to it although I, I did want to point this out this summer specifically and it's of course all the all around in this movie but this summer specifically I've been noticing the uh, the product placement has gotten so much worse yeah it's really brazen everything like I it, World War Z, for the most part I was okay with it Brad Pitt's just eating Fritos throughout the whole thing it, he he. Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> Zombies, huh? No, 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 no. The climax of the movie—it's almost that bad. Okay. The climax of the movie—he's just like kind of figured it all out, and he's leaving like where he gets like 
the vial of anecdote or not anecdote <laughs> antidote of, of funny stories <laughs> of funny stories so he's leaving with this to go give it to the world apparently and he stops in the middle of a zombie apocalypse to drink an entire pepsi can wow you got it you got you got you got to power up well in his defense that might be the last pepsi can on earth yeah i would savor the last pepsi can on earth i feel like there was a lot running around in iron man 3 although i can't there's, there's a ton of it. Oh, Stark Industries. It's all over that thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, th- that loser works in IHOP and Superman. Oh, and, yeah, that's And right. we're fucking up Sears and all sorts of shit. <laughs> the 7-Elevens in the background, that whole movie. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, these movies are getting more expensive. And that's how you supplement that's the income. That's just what you do. Not that they're tanking, by the way. Yeah, these no. movies, of course, are all doing gangbusters. I mean, yeah, but you think of a movie like Grown Ups... Two here, it's like all the money is going into the star salary. Yeah, like, there's nothing there's, here that costs a lot of money to make other than hiring these actors. You can make this movie for $10,000. You know what? Or less. How about you take some money out of Adam Sandler's pocket and give it to the CGI artists to make that fucking deer a little more realistic? Do Why not? Why not? There's you know, a lot of CGI in this movie, actually. There is. Like the tire shit. Like when David Spade's rolling in yeah, that tire, oh, that like just that's turns all into a cartoon. Just for five fake. Seconds. I mean, obviously the Shaq throwing a person sixty yards. Oh is no, that was fake. real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's dead in real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know what the opposite of pretty damn jokes is, but I think this movie might be it. Yeah. I mean, that's always fascinating with these user reviews because, of course, you know, like we're not going to be snots and be like you're stupid for liking this movie. Everybody is totally welcome to like whatever movie they want, but. At the same time, it's like, really, man? You were laughing your balls off that much at Grown Ups 2? Was it the first movie you ever saw? I don't, I don't understand yeah. how someone writes a review like that. And I think we should end every episode with, and I would fuck Salma Hayek. Good night, everybody. Just, just, <laughs> just that's, how, that's how you want to end something. But I mean, I think, that is a way to end. You ever end a movie review like that, Kevin? <laughs> Only twice. <laughs> So that's it. That's Grown Ups 2, and thus putting an end to our third annual summer blockbuster extravaganza. Now, we got some, got some news here that people might not like, but, uh, you know, we got we're gonna, we to gotta do what we got to do. Well, oh, Andrew, would you fuck Sam Hayek or no? What, what, what's the news? <laughs> yes, but <laughs> we're getting a divorce. <laughs> uh, no one on We Hate Movies is getting a divorce. We're not getting a divorce from each other. But we Separation. Are, we're spending some time apart. We're going to take the month of August off, uh, and we will be back in September. But never fear, because we're going to use the month of August to record three new commentary tracks uh, that will be available at some point. We're going to release some live episodes and some mini-sode stuff on the app that we still haven't put out yet. So there will be some stuff in August. But, you know, we've been putting out uh, an episode every week since 2011 somewhere. So 2010, I think. Was it? I mean, so, you know... A, a little, a little well-earned vacation for the We Hate Movies gang. Uh, so stay tuned on all of our social media to figure out when we're gonna we're gonna start the show back up. We will, of course, still be active on Facebook and Twitter, so don't worry about that. Um, but thanks for listening, and it's been a it's been a nice run up till this point. We're gonna obviously keep having a great run after this, and it was a great summer blockbuster extravaganza. I would like to think our best yet. We'll see what hashtag SBE4 has to say. Uh, but that's a long way off. But we'll be back in September. Uh, until then, if you want to get a hold of us, check out the website. It's a good chance to catch up on back catalog episodes. WHMPodcast.com. 
Keep in touch on the Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. We are at WHM Podcast. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. If you subscribe in iTunes, it's a great way to get these old episodes. Rate and review there if you could. Uh, or if you listen to us on Stitcher, you've downloaded the Stitcher radio app. You can stream the most recent five episodes of the show on the go. Our We Hate Movies official app is available on Amazon. Uh, if you have an iOS uh, iPhone, you can get it through the Podcast Box app. Uh, or if you have a Windows 8 phone, it's in the Windows 8 store. Here's a question, Eric. You doing uh, an August Blame It on Outer Space? Space? Yes, there will be an August Blame It on Outer Space. And uh, what what's the topic? Do you know yet? A little tease? The Black-Eyed Kids. Ooh. That's like the Black-Eyed Peas? Yeah, but in child form. <laughs> Do they have humps? It's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Mini Fergies and mini Will I Am's and mini that other guy? Yeah, there's a bunch of <laughs> like um, shoulder pads and mohawks. And- nice. Some rockabilly rap. Lights they're all, God knows what. They're all dressed like they star in Chris Klein's Rollerball. <laughs> Blame it on outerspace.com at Blame Space Pod on Twitter. They also have a Facebook page. The first Wednesday of August, black eyed kids are going to be hanging around getting a little creepy. Uh, speaking of August, August 1st, the Private Cabin Indiegogo campaign kicks into gear. For our film, We Are Strangers, if you don't know what that is and want to check it out, visit wearestrangersmovie.com for uh, trailer and film bios and all that good stuff. Uh, August 1st, we'll post the link for the Indiegogo information, uh, and that'll go till the end of uh, September. So that's it. Enjoy the rest of your summer. We will see you when everybody goes back to school. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Chris Gavin. Steven Zedek. Take it easy.